ESPN Every Sunday town's always about the culture Do out and sculpture, recording every Friday So here it our way, no need to catch a flight away Stay tuned for our take Okay, Mike on the soundboard. <laughs> Holding it down. DJ Mike. Now, that's a whole different life for me. I wish I was like into music when I was younger. We're still waiting for uh, oh. rapper Mike, but it's cool. That's what, that's what I'm saying. He yeah. said he wasn't interested in music. Like this dude had a whole rap career. Yeah, in second grade. I was really in my little uh, the little tangent, little booklet. Writing <laughs> <laughs> down bars. I wish I could get my older brother on here. He remembers that joint from like... Those are good days. Man. That's all you know, man. Lil Wayne had me early for 100 degrees. What do these kids know about it, man? Um, do kids know rap these days? Uh-uh. Uh, uh, let me stop. I always wonder what people think when I say kids. Is it the, is it what, the 15 years old? Is the kids one year younger than us? I don't know. Bro, when I was, I was talking to my nephew today, I said, back in my day, he was like, Uncle Corey, you only 24. I'm like, yo, first of all, that's a, that's a huge difference. I was say, life has changed a lot since we were kids. He's a huge difference. He about to be 14. That 10-year gap is huge. A decade? Oh, man. Yeah, now nah, he's a young bull. He about to be 14. 14? I can't even think right now. He was born like, what, 06, 2004? 2010. No, nah, like, I'm, yeah. I'm saying he's, he's born 2006. 2006. Yeah, 2006, right? Right, Corey? Huh? He's born 2006. He said, huh? Corey. <laughs> As y'all can see. Yeah, I don't know why. That, that's simple ass math. I don't know why it took me so long to think about that. Yeah, 2006. <laughs> yeah, my bad, my bad. Uh, yeah, 2006. I was 10. I was in the fourth grade. Yeah, it's a whole different world. I don't know what he's talking about. That's, listen, when kids become teenagers, yo, they really be thinking they grown sometimes. You know, they, they want to dismiss that they're the, the young person in the room. Like, I'm 14. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, he was like, I was looking at his power school. I was like, yo, power, power school, school got an app. And I was like, Power school got an app now. Oh, yeah, back in my know. back in my day, power school was just opening. Oh yeah, and I was sick because I think it opened like my last two years of high school or three. My parents yeah. were like, oh, I could check your grades online now. <laughs> I, used to, I used to hide my report card. I didn't work no more. Now that joint got an app, his schedule up there, like everything up there. I'm like, yo, back in my day, we ain't have this. Yeah, and they got your attendance, or if you miss assignments, your grades on assignments. Yeah, and they can kind of clock your whole school life now. Yeah, I mean, that's what we was doing with the kids in Hartford. Yeah, no. It was like, pull up your power school. And then be- while they're pulling up our grades so we can look at it, Corey, they'd be like, see, my Spanish teacher doesn't like me. Right right before you even look at the grades yet. I'd be like, dang, <laughs> gotta look at the grades first. Mm-mm. Same old, same old. Same old. Um, we just say, yeah, I turned it in. She and she lost her. She, <laughs> she, she lost my assignment. <laughs> she said I didn't turn it in, but I did. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we all had the same excuses, right? <laughs> I'm like, why you? How you miss five days of Spanish? It's only been a week. Nah, she be forgetting to mark me. I be sitting right there in the back. That's the problem. Like, right. it was, she was like, I went to the bathroom during during attendance. Like, come on now. Every day. Come on, now. for five days in a row. Uh, I don't know. I know. Everybody, I know we're humans of habit, but I don't. That habit, I don't know if it's flying with me today. But yeah, we even did we even intro. Hey, welcome back, intro. Yeah, nah, we just start chatting. <laughs> welcome back to after dinner conversations with your favorite people. Corey's here. Mike's here. I'm Steven. Um, episode thirty five. 
Gotta be 35 yep. at this that's, point. That, that's what you sent me, so. Episode 35, <laughs> Air Horns for 35. I sounded way louder than I intended it to be, but that's fine. Um, how y'all doing? How's everything going? Life is hard. <laughs> Life is difficult. It's just, uh, no, nah, it's just graduate school. Uh, midterms around here. Past two weeks been filled with assignments, and mm-hmm. it's just hard to find the time for everything, but we do. So, I don't know. I'm just trying to, like, manage it. I'm trying not, not to let it be, like, defeated, you know, that defeatism that a lot of people carry around. I don't mm-hmm. try to have that. I always try to, like, take on new opportunities or new ways, new ways to, like, benefit myself or ways to get access to new experiences. Um, we were talking about that the other day, but like you know, even got many things on your plate. But hey, what's another? If someone told me I could, uh, you know, have an opportunity, new job, a couple months from now, why not? You right. Know, I just throw my name in the ring. Who knows what happens at the end of the day? What's 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 the downside of like making new connections? Stopping you from making exactly, money. exactly, exactly. So I'm trying to like keep that motivation up, keep the head up, um, and just kind of like carry it forward. So we we blinked. I feel like we're halfway through October. <laughs> and, yeah, um, week seven, basically. And for like, and I know I'm like talking from like a school perspective, but like, and then. We have like a month, really, a month and a half, and then finals gonna be here. Application's gonna be due on December first, and then I don't know. I'm gonna do over winter break. I'm asleep. Hopefully winter break. Well, well, nice. I'm about to pick up a job while I'm working at with Corey at a side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't want to be there. It's interesting. It's real interesting. I don't know, man. That that was the the um the Ghanaian staple. Once you turn 16, you go work there. Yo, this dude said, how I take a day off and I still work 46 hours. I said, bro, I don't know. <laughs> you a hustle? I'm about to say, man, he's trying to get that bread. I said, I don't know. But um, now nah, this has been a, a busy, busy, busy week at work. Um, like Mike was saying, you know, I don't have the school perspective anymore, but because I'm in a rotational program, Right. We sort of have a, a similar structure where every six months we rotate for for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy to think that I'm already halfway through my first rotation. It feels like I just started. Um, so, you know, it's, you know, trying to do as much as I can, meet as many people as I can, learn as much as I can um, before we, you know, go on to the next one. So yep. I've been super busy the past couple of weeks, but I, I appreciate the busyness. The weeks go by faster. Um, I went to get a shape up yesterday. This dude tried to put that that stuff in my beard to fill it in. I'm like, bro, I already got oh, a full for real? beard. They still do yeah. that? Yeah. I was like, yeah. I already got a full beard. I don't need that. So I said, put it back. Put it back in your cubby. Dang. Uh-huh. In the, in the, in the cubby. cubby. He's mad disrespectful. <laughs> well, he's been disrespectful for bringing it out. That's crazy. I mean, he didn't respect your beard, Corey. That's what I'm saying. I was like, bro, what, what do you think this is? Like, I don't got patches no more. This ain't, you know... Uh, freshman year of college, so right. who you say he grown now? Right. Yeah, so I can't be going back to him. So you know, it's all good. Charge it to the game. Charge it to the game. That's facts. But yeah, I mean, I think I hit on the money. Um, I hit it on the money, especially life's hard. <laughs> I've had this long ass week, long ass week. I messed up my sleep schedule. 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 Oh, you tired? tired. That's how you know, right? <laughs> Mike saw me. I was holding my head up for a second when I first came in. I was exhausted. Um, yeah, the last two nights I've been going to bed at seven and waking up in mid afternoon. Yeah. And I've had meetings, so I can just work straight. And then I blink; it's went from twelve to seven o'clock, and the sun's rising. I'm like, guess I'll take a nap. Yeah, what I always say, you know, they tell you to be a high achieving black man. They don't tell you how hard it is. Facts. <laughs> and 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 they still got criticisms, but it's okay. That's part of the game. Um, but yeah, let's let's jump into this cocktail hour. I almost wanted to give it a messy name. I was about to say schools that are lying, but nah, that's not the the route we should go. Um, what, was, what, what do we call this? Um, 
What's really going on? What's really going on? COVID questions. COVID questions. So um, I know this is going on across the country. There's <clears throat> universities that report their daily COVID cases, positive cases, and this, that, and the third. And we're noticing a weird trend of a lot of schools saying, you know, they have zero cases over the past one, two, three weeks, uh, which doesn't make any sense, right? I don't know about y'all, it doesn't make any sense because, you know, no one's testing every day. No one has money to test every day. And if you don't test nobody, you have no positive cases. Does that mean nobody has it? I mean, according to the data, yeah. <laughs> the data you collected that, ain't, that you ain't test nobody with. We, we don't even know their metrics of testing. Yeah, and so, I mean, like, I don't want to, you know, sit here and, and bash the schools. I think a lot of schools are, you know, given the time crunch that they had to come up with stuff for, you know, COVID, I think they're doing a great job. But I think, again, you know, we don't, we don't necessarily want this to become the new normal if we don't have to, right? We don't want, you know, college to be, you know, half at capacity. We don't want, you know, programming to be limited to 10 students in a room. Mm -hmm. We don't want dorms to be on quarantine. Like, we don't want this to be the new normal. And so I think, you know, saying we have zero cases, saying we're adjusting to the new normal, it's like, no, we're doing the best we can with this current situation. We still got cases, but, you know, we're hoping that this passes. I think that's what you can do. I think, you know, accepting this as like, oh, this is just what it's going to be. I don't know if that's the the best way to go about it. Yeah, that's how you just add like a culture of like, you know, like you said, you know, I'm not trying to disparage anybody. Everyone doing the best they can. Um, but I kind of feel like it brings in like to Corey's point, that culture of like complacency being like, you yeah. know, we're gonna, I think that you want to you want to put the kind of facade of normality on. Um, just so like, you know, other people or the people that you're working with or students, whoever feels like you know, safe and if like, you know, they can carry on, you have a sense of security of like mind. Um, and they're not really worrying about every day. They think, oh, you know, everyone's getting tested. We got zero cases, mm -hmm. you know, university, blah, 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 doing well, clearly, because, you know, it's been nine days and no one got tested positive as far right. as test shows. Um, but from what we know about the uh, as far as we know, actually, not like like we got secret information but as far as we know about the virus itself um how quickly it can spread and how people can be carrying it and not knowing that they're carrying it as well um you know it's hard to really you know i guess we're you know the question there is like you know how accurate do you think that they can be about identifying every person on the campus especially if on a not, daily basis yeah especially you know we're not going like you know full or like authoritarian telling people like you know you can't go anywhere you can or i'm gonna watch you you know you can't leave campus like no one's gonna accept that um so like you know it's hard to really track someone well someone goes home on the weekend then what come back That's well i mean I, th I think i think certain <laughs> schools are tracking that i think you know obviously you two are at a school that doesn't sort of have boundaries the way a lot of schools a lot of smaller schools do mm -hmm. but i think certain schools are limiting you know where you can go and who can be on campus didn't they say at the beginning of the semester there was going to be an increase of police force on campus for COVID? Unless I'm tripping. I might be tripping. I swear I, I saw that before the summer started. Increase in police? Yeah, police presence to like ensure that like students are adhering to whatever rules they created for COVID. And this is right around the time the whole like abolished police thing was happening, so dudes was protesting in Hartford. I might be tripping, bro. I might have been a dream I had, but I feel like I mean, they might have said time. it, but they were capping. So they was gonna mm. do that. I mean, it was, what, what is that going to do? I mean, it comes, you know, some some of them kids still having parties off campus. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they still have parties on campus too, honestly. Yeah. Oh, they got it. Yeah. So, I mean, I just hope, again, I don't know if schools are doing, you know, 
some people might have a, a testing strategy where everybody gets like a number and you know on tuesdays the a group gets tested on wednesdays it'd be i don't know i don't know what certain schools are doing but i think we we definitely have to you know put an asterisk on this semester and say hey this is the you know the covid semester let's re-examine in the spring and hopefully things are better then let's re-examine in the fall and hope things are better versus saying like hey you know we just gotta we just gotta deal with this like yes we have to deal with it now but let's you know not make it so like this just becomes normal for for going forward honestly i said you put an asterisk on the whole year <laughs> oh yeah put year. Asterisk, I, I mean at this point the way you know things are going at this rate yeah toss the year bro mm-hmm. you, put a, you put an asterisk on lebron's ring me no i respect lebron what about you Corey? um does it does a does a bubble ring have weight i mean the, i put an asterisk on the bubble period i tell people that before the bubble started Uh-oh. Um, they they still the champions, you know. That's that's all well and good, but there there's that's aspect. all well and good. Corey's <laughs> worse than me, man. Y'all can gotta stop. <laughs> all well and good. No, I think it, man. I think it, it it makes it. No, it was good. Now it's definitely not the same because it's not the same NBA basketball where mm-hmm. you got to travel. Or you got it's the crowd yelling, you know, playing in LA and they have to go all the way down to Miami and yeah, it'll been it'll been fun to watch. Um, but I'm not gonna take anything away from them because it was really. I mean, dudes was really balling and like going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they didn't really have, unlike what you're seeing in the NFL right now, you know, they didn't have people really go out sick with COVID who were in the bubble. Yeah, the uh, NFL going outside. Yeah, the NFL thought they, they could just carry on as normal. And they're not like, it doesn't make sense because they're like canceling games now and da da da. So that's what, you know, you, back to the main point, that's what universities mm-hmm. try not to do. Um, and they've been doing it pretty well um, to, their, to their credit. Listen, we're about to get football in March. Uh, y'all think it was a joke. You got canceled, bro. I, I don't know. And like, they're not they, canceled. It should be random. We're getting football right you know, before one Easter. One day it's the Titans. <laughs> the next day, like, you know, not just like hypothetical. next day it'll be the Eagles. next day it's going to be some bite on the cheese, some personnel over there. Like, it's going to keep going. What happens if it happens in the playoffs? You're going to cancel a game? Listen, listen, listen. If if they keep um, canceling these games or postponing it, we, we're going to have Super Bowl Sunday with Easter, yo. Yeah. Guaranteed. April. Brady catch COVID. What happened then? Oh, of course they're canceling the game. <laughs> I told you, when the star players catch COVID, they're going to say mad players have COVID, we can't play. They do it for the Patriots. No, no, because they don't, yeah, but I said it's a black QB. They don't respect Cam that much. They like Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> we, we won't dive into how much they like Patrick Mahomes. That's fine. Um, yeah, it's a cocktail hour for the week. Uh, so keep an eye on these schools and these reports of the um, rising cases. I think, mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all peeped it, there's a map on CNN. And it shows everybody either going up or staying kind of still. Mm-hmm. Connecticut's going up, and Massachusetts and New York are chilling. I'm trying to figure out how that makes sense. Because Connecticut people saw all summer, oh, we in the green, we in the green, we in the green. Connecticut <laughs> people been having a blast since then. That's trash. Actually, very trash. And we got one life to live, I guess. So I can't, I can't really blame them. Um, but that brings us to the one life we have to live. Uh, this This week's topic, hustles. Yeah, Corey's favorite topic, man. Get right. it how you get it, man. Money on the side, big chains. And Corey don't sleep. Money things. Mm. I, hustle, I hustle a little bit. I hustle a little mm, bit. A little bit? Come on, Corey. It's a man with two jobs in the pandemic. Right. Your kid's never going to hear the end of it, yo. <laughs> Facts. I was working But you tell me you day. can't get a job after school? I had two jobs during a pandemic. I could have died. And I was here <laughs> thinking about you and my future. <laughs> what you about to have. Um, yeah, so we're here to gonna talk about today. You know what I was about to play, y'all? I was trying to find a song, but I was too slow. I don't know if it was right. Every one. day I'm hustling, hustling, hustling. <laughs> That's our throwing souls in a minute. I prefer uh, Ace Hood, Hustle Hard. Oh, no, that was fire. That was fire. Yeah, when I was at uh, Southern, he came. 
Ace Hood? Yeah, spring concert. Ace Hood. Mm. What happened to him? Uh, uh, he's a three-hit wonder, right? Was that, the, was that the song that everyone remixed? Was Hustle Hard? Hustle. Oh. Hustle Hard. And then it was our Bugatti. That's the yeah. second one. And there was one more I can't remember. That's when DJ Khaled was popping. Too. Yeah. What was the I'm So Hood? Is that, is that the same song? No, I'm So Hood is T-Pain and DJ Khaled. Okay, okay, okay. But, um, what different era? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like, that's like five so years of senior. But yes, yes. We're talking about hustles, side hustles. Specifically, uh, we're talking about yeah, new age hustles. New the age hustles, hustles we see every day. The new pandemic hustles, the YouTube channels, the clothes online. What's an old hustle? Foods, huh? What's an old hustle? Uh, old hustle is a Corey hustle. Working two, three, <laughs> two or three jobs, you know. <laughs> going to school, going having a job at the same time. That's a classic hustle. Okay. And the new hustles, everything else everybody's doing. Yeah. These new, yeah, these like kind of digital hustles that everyone got mm. now, you know. Which one we start so, with? I'll, I'll, I got a question to start. Mm. Go ahead. So what are your thoughts on the sort of the acknowledgement that we are like a slash generation. And when I say like a slash generation, nobody's just anything. Like nobody's just a nurse. Mm. Like they're a nurse and a DJ and they own a boutique. Mm -hmm. Like nobody's just a teacher. They're a teacher and they got a a t-shirt line Mm -hmm. and you know, they a bartender. Like, what are y'all thoughts on that? I was going to jump in. I was like, I don't know if, I think people are trying to give us too much credit, right? I feel like people are doing this forever. It's just that they didn't care enough to, like, make it a brand or didn't mm-hmm. care enough to say that's actually, like, you know, one of their titles. You know, people would, you know, go to work every day and then come back and they're going to be, you know, the choir director or they're the person that braids hair and they work maybe as a seamstress somewhere else. I think we always had it. I think our generation likes to claim that we have these skills. So I'm this. I'm not limited to, oh, I just know how to pack boxes. I know mm-hmm. how to pack boxes. I was about to say move weight, but that's not what I was trying to say. <laughs> I know that too. You know what I'm saying? I know how to cut hair. I, ooh, I know how to like fix computers and all that other stuff. So, I don't know. I think it's just because we're willing to claim it. And it, it mm-hmm. kind of creates, everybody judges you on like your skill set. So, you got to claim your titles in order to emphasize your skills. Mm-hmm. So, I'm good at cutting hair. So, you know, I'm I'm precise. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I think that, you know, like quickly like, we have two parts to this question. The first part is like I agree with Steven. I think that one thing I hate about like national like T V news and stuff like that, they like they never really talk about like poor people, nor do they bring poor people on to interview them about mm-hmm. what they like. You know, growing up in like in low income environments, like a lot of people have that entrepreneurial spirit. A lot of people really wanna go up and get it, like, you know, more than what people say, like, you know, how people talk about poor people or they're lazy or yep. like, you know, all that dumb stuff that they say. Um, but like people really wanna go up and get money. They wanna have jobs, they wanna have something meaningful in their lives. And I think that, you know, to answer Corey's question, I think that we are a slash generation because I think I said it before too, but it's more so to the point about how people we should really look at how um Social media has changed all of this. Um, I think social media has allowed everyone to be that other, the person that they really want to be or pursue that passion that they really want to have. Mm-hmm. You know? So now you can be, you can, you can work in 95 and you're like, you know what? I'm thinking of myself like a little, like a little, I don't know, scrubs on like, you know, Etsy or eBay or something like that. I'm yeah. going to sell t-shirts because I like making t-shirts. Um, I'm going to, this I'm not going to put my time into. And like social media, there's literally an audience for everybody. Like nice. we should all know this at this point. <laughs> like no matter what you want to know, the audience for us. This is the idea, and people listen to us. <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, there's a, literally an audience for every single person. No matter what you do, who you are, what you want to do, someone out there you'd be like, hmm, I like this person. I'm thinking about like you know giving my money. I think I'm gonna listen in. I think I'm gonna tap into their articles. I'm gonna read their blog. 
Um, you know, I think that we have so much more access to each other. Yeah. Um, and I think it's like unprecedented too, because you think really like you know you can open Twitter any time of day and you can kiki with somebody in India, <laughs> you know, on the right tweet, like, you know, on the right uh, trending yeah. topic, something like that. So I think we're just way more interconnected, and I think that you know as we're in the money world, like we say, get it how you get it. So if you if you think that YouTube gonna bring you money, cool. If you think the makeup is gonna you know fly on Twitter, cool. <laughs> like you right. know like. You're going to, people are going to go out and find ways to like bring attention to who they are, what they like to do, and like the things that they want to kind of monetize or off themselves to. Mm. No, that's all right. What are you thinking, Corey? You think we're the slash generation? Um, well, I mean, I think to, to Mike's point, you know, they don't really study, you know, the whole population when they when they say certain things mm -hmm. so you know i've had a grandfather that i looked up to that i would say is the ultimate hustler right, right? to do he knew how to fix cars build houses right and so i think that's a that's where i get a lot of my my spirit from in term and my work ethic from but you know he had more slashes than i got and people say i got a lot mm. so i wouldn't say that we're necessarily a slash generation i think you know, we're the ones that may, may have popularized having multiple jobs. I think a lot of people have multiple jobs out of necessity, necessity yeah. right? I think mm -hmm. now it's sort of like, hey, my, my needs are met. I got multiple jobs because I want to buy Gucci, right? I want to mm -hmm. track, I want to take, you know, four or five, you know, vacations a year, right? It used to be, hey, my needs is to, you know, take one vacation a year. Right. Now people be taking six family vacations a year, right? Cancun, so what's the other one called? The one I want in Mexico? Tijuana? Yeah, no, Tino, not Tijuana. The one everybody's been going to recently. I just forgot the name. You said you said Cancun already? Yeah, I said yeah. Cancun. There's other one. Oh, um, Tulum. People Tulum. go to Tulum. Oh, that's Tulum. the one thing. Well, yeah, uh, go ahead. Um, yeah. So I mean, I think a lot of people <laughs> want to go and explore, and that and that's and that's dope. But I think you know, having the slashes for the right reasons is what I want to say is most important. And having a passion for the slashes is important too. So I think if you just got slashes just to have slashes, mm -hmm. it's not it's not doing nothing. But if you got slashes because you love music and you know you want to make beat, I know people that work at nine to five, and as soon as they close their laptop, they open a beat machine, right? Because mm. they got a passion for that. Yeah. But I know some people that's just like, yo, I want to make more money. I want to make more money. I want to make more money. And so they gather all these slashes that they don't care about, and I think that can become problematic. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Pastor Moore right there. Where's your passion at, man? Money always gonna be there. Where's your passion at? What's moving you forward? Mm. Intangibles. You know, that's Come what, on, man. That's what really gonna bring the money in. I try to kind of convey a similar message to students. You know, I know that a lot of students go to college because they want to make money. Um that's what it, that's what it's all about. The number one job. As soon as the professor asks you a freshman, oh, I just wanna get a job. I just wanna make money. It's nothing wrong with that, and it's true. Um, but I think that, you know, it's more important to chase that passion because like literally, honestly, like no matter what you're interested in, you can make money any field. <laughs> honestly, nice. the money will come to you if your skill set is that valuable and like you know unique um like people are always gonna be like you know what i don't know how to do you know digital media that well i'm gonna play this man to do it you know nice. play this man to market for me i don't know how to do all that and why would i do that i don't got time to learn everything in the world so i'm gonna go land on Corey because Corey don't finance i'm gonna lean on steven because i damn sure don't know a goddamn thing about some computer science or holding <laughs> or like you know Corey does yo, he damn. buys bots <laughs> no i don't no you, you see my joint says user right now yeah exactly That's, only hackers would do that so they can hide their identity you see how he, he called himself it's crazy. <laughs> no, I, I was gonna ask y'all though. So, like, what about? I guess I don't know if this like the older generation necessarily says this, but somebody does. In regards that we're always trying to profit from our hobbies, or trying to you know make make a buck off something we're good at, mm -hmm. as opposed to just enjoying it. So, like to the point, 
homie who makes beats. You know, he can't just make beats and, and go about his business. You know, he got to sell his beats, which I'm saying this in a very, mm-hmm. like, you know, devil advocate manner. I don't care if yeah, you sell yeah. your beats or not. But the idea that everything we've gained as a, you know, life skill to, you know, do maybe we enjoy it or not has become, like, more of a hustle than actual passion, right? We don't have hobbies anymore. We just have side hustles because we all about the money. You know, you think that's a good or bad thing? Or if you enjoy it, you can make money is what? Kill two birds with one stone, right? Yeah. Um, I would say that it's more of a, yeah. I mean, that was, just, that was like me with um, photography, too, because I, I, I experienced the same thing. Because it's it really a passion and like a an art form for me personally. But I think that at a certain point, because like slashes and like other things I have going on in my life where I kind of prioritize more than doing photography, um, I would rather um i don't see it as someone paying me to take pictures i see it as you're paying me more so for my time because uh, i just have you at this point because if i'm just like out here taking pictures where i got a million assignments i'm not really respecting myself <laughs> like, yeah. I, need, I need to be compensated at least i need to have a trade-off at least you know yeah i'm gonna be doing this over the other thing i should be doing but again the big liquor <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so that's why that's how i see it um i don't think you have to if you don't want to like no one's really forcing you to sell your stuff and people will damn sure take what you produce if, you, if you're not charging for it um but it's up to the, i think it's up to the person personally but if someone if you're gonna if you're doing something that's like unique or like you know you do something differently i know like music like i know we keep going back to it but let's say you're making beats <laughs> but your beats are different from everyone else's and your drones are fire you know you gotta you know put a price on that because yeah. like, you know, you're kind of just missing out at that point that's a fact yeah, I mean, I think personally, when I hear like the monetize your hobbies, I feel like that's usually said to somebody that doesn't like their main income, mm. right? That isn't satisfied with that nine to five. I think, you know, it's easy to have a hobby when the nine to five satisfies you for what it is, right? So if I enjoy my career, then it's easy for me to have a hobby. If I don't enjoy my nine to five, I'm looking for anything that can potentially, you know, one day take over that income. So I don't have to work the nine to five. Yeah. That's right. So, you know, if Mike, you know, loves working in education and loves working with students, then photography is able to be a hobby. But if Mike doesn't like, you know, what he went to school for and Mike's like, yo, why would I go to school for this? Right. And he changes his mind. Then he's going to be looking for photography to potentially take over that income. And so I think I think that's what it is. I think a lot of times we spend so much time, you know, going down a certain path that we don't know that we're passionate about. And so then it becomes, oh, I can't I can't do this job no more. Yeah. Right. I think a lot of times we look for these side hustles to become our main hustle. And it's like, yo, if you like your main hustle, then your side hustle could just be your hobby. Yeah. But like, what about to the point of like, is there a difference if to there a difference of having a hobby and realizing you're good at it and making a profit or realizing that you got a side hustle you want to create. So you, you come off the rip saying, I'm trying to make money doing this. So like, for example, you know, mm-hmm. I came, Mike's been taking pictures for forever, right? You know, Mike only started charging people maybe in the last few years or whatever. Literally. <laughs> right. So Mike realized he's good at pictures and decides, Hey, let me just, you know, make a couple of bucks off taking pictures versus me saying, Hey, I'm about to buy a camera and just start making pictures, taking pictures to save, mm-hmm. um, to make money. Yeah. You know, is there a difference in how you look at the hustle in that regard? Like versus somebody who enjoys it that makes money as opposed to literally I'm gonna buy this maybe gain some skills doesn't matter I need to make money I like like I want to try this yeah. yes yeah because yes. when when you start a business you know your responsibility to your customer mm-hmm. versus when you turn a hobby 
into a profitable thing, right? You don't, you didn't anticipate that, that responsibility when you started. So I know people that I know one person that knits, she knits. So just in the past, again, similar to Mike, just in the past few years, she started charging for things that she knits. Mm-hmm. Now she has people that she's responsible to service or provide a product to, and it's added stress to her hobby that was once relaxing because she has timelines, she has deadlines that she has to meet versus if she knew from the beginning she was starting a knitting business, you know, she doesn't have that resentment for knitting because this is what she went into knowing that was going to happen. Okay. That's what I would think. That makes sense. Damn. I'm not about to buy a camera, by the way. I thought about it four years ago, and then I bought a car. I haven't been the same since. <laughs> so all your money went. But I agree. That's exactly where it went. I agree with Corey. Um, I think that the person who does it for money in that photography hypothetical would never be good as, like, I am because, like, I do it because of a passion for it. And I just realized at a certain point that I was, like, good enough to do it. Now, people, like, you can you could, like, say I want to make money. Dang, like, people pay, like, you know, wedding photography. You make a lot doing wedding photography. Um, and you can say like, you know what, the people are going to book me for events because I am, I call myself a photographer. I can take pictures yeah. at a certain level. Um, cause like, even if you learn to do like the basics of photography, you're still better than the larger population at photography. Yeah. And people are not, not going to even going to care to even just like pick up that camera. <laughs> like, you know, um, you're still gonna be good, but you wouldn't be that good in my opinion. Cause like, unless you like, you know, if you're doing it for the money, you're only worried about getting booked more yeah. so than you like gaining skill, um, in it as well. And I did it like, you're right. And I started off doing it. In college, like I did it for I, I, a lot of my friends do that. I did it for free <laughs> for years. Yeah. Like you know, I never charged anybody. Cause I just wanted to get better at it. I want. I just like doing it. Um, it wasn't until like I said, referencing earlier, my earlier point that you know I just got too busy to, at a point where like you know I'm, I'm taking out of my like normal like my, my nine to five, my education and like schedule to be like all right, someone was, some, someone's asking me to take a picture. It's different for me. Mm-hmm. If I want, if I want to go collab with somebody who's like, oh, let's go take pictures. That's different. But if you're asking me to do it for you, like go to an event, you know, I'm graduating, blah, 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 birthday, whatever, whichever. Um, all right, you're asking me for my time. So I'm yeah. going to compensate me for my time um, so I can do it for And there's nothing wrong with that either way, you know, and like if you're doing it. But to Corey's point, like you will never be good as me. <laughs> you will never be good Yeah, you will never be good. Because yeah, um, like, you know, you're not, not going to take time to read, to learn, to study and like, you know, do that too. Not just say that you want it, but you know, I just think that the passion has to be there. To carry it to that certain level, you know, and that's in everything. That's why, you know, it's easy to use a sports example, but it's like, you know, everything, education. We yeah. wouldn't go as far in like getting like degrees that we got if we thought we didn't have a passion for what we cared about, what we're learning or what we want to put out into the world too mm-hmm. at the same time. Are you serious about their money? Corey would not be sacrificed and sleep so much if he wasn't about his bread, <laughs> you <Yes>. know, <laughs> in morning, noon, and night, man, I'm man working. <laughs> and he stopped until he get and get what he want to get. Thanks. You respect that too. I heard about, about the newest phone, high, highest gigs. Um, so I'm going to ignore Pro, Steven Pro Max. <laughs> and go to the next question. So, um, we joke about LLC Twitter, you know, quite a bit on, on the pod. Yeah. Um, so, but I would ask because a lot of people would argue that everyone should have, you know, an LLC, you know, when I say LLC, I mean, you know, it doesn't have to be formalized, but everybody should have a business. Everybody should have a side hustle. Everybody should, should own something of their own. You know, what What are your thoughts on that? Is it necessary for everybody to have something on the side? No. Uh, yeah. you think so? No, I, I don't think so. But yeah. I was going to de- deconstruction in three different ways, right? Oh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll, my, I'll, mine's a short mine's a short. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Just scream. Uh, my bad, my bad, my bad. You're going to laugh when I talk, but go ahead. What <laughs> no, mine's a short, but I said, no, you don't have to. Um, if, you're, if you're making, like, if you're comfortable in, like, what you're making, you know, or if you just 
your your like nine to five is your passion enough, then that's fine. And I don't mm-hmm. think you have to force yourself. I mean, I think I, to your Corey's that's a good question because like people would open social media and like people would see other people's lives. Like, damn, this person doing all this stuff. Clearly, they doing well. They getting these likes and da da da. And people coming to their businesses and like you know why am I not doing that? But you know you don't have to live everyone else's life. You can live your life fine. If you down to five, and you get enough money, you taking care of yourself, and you going to the dinners, you going out, you know, you paying for your vacation, taking care of the kids, whatever it may be. I mean, you fine. You don't have to do anything yeah. else if you don't want to. So you so you don't need multiple streams of income because that's what they'll multiple tell you. They'll, people, the world will make it sound like you need multiple streams of income to be wealthy. Yeah, I mean, there's and there's ways to do it. I mean, I think there's more passive ways you can do that. You know, investing okay. and stuff like that. So you don't have to I like, agree. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah. So I, I mean. Yeah, so for for financial advice, I agree too. Like, you should have multiple streams of income as well. But you know, that's just like I don't know. But you don't have to like you know, go out. You know, maybe you can do forex. You know, right from your phone. Oh God, we'll get to that. You can LC Twitter. You know, you can do it right there. So, Mm -hmm. what what what's the difference really? No, that's fine. I was gonna joke and say, you know, um, from real capitalistic mindset, you know, you have to have a business, right? You gotta have a business. You gotta have your job. You gotta have your side hustle, and then you have your investments, right? You gotta have those four, and then you know those will break down to subgroups. But I don't even think so, and I and and the reason why I don't think so is because I don't even think people give their don't lo- don't like giving their money to businesses to that capacity, right? Because if everybody had a side hustle, are you paying for everybody's services, right? You know. Um, Shawty that braids hair, homie that cuts hair. You know, this person who, you know, makes their music is trying to sell it, sell CDs. Uh, the person who takes pictures. Like, I don't think people commit themselves to uh, get all these services. Because, you know, a lot of people do have these things. If you, you can ask any other person say, hey, you know, do you know how to do this? And unless, like, you know, you're just a nice, sweet person like me. Just kidding. Um, you'd be like, nah, I can do it. No money, no problem. But, you know, that exists to a large capacity. I think a lot of people have skills that you pay for. It's just people, ah, I don't feel like paying for that. I don't want to buy their clothes. So I think in a, in a sense, maybe you could, but it just doesn't make any sense because we don't need a business from everybody. You know, we just need for business from people who are good. And if we have, and it suffices the population, that's fine. Because if we all had a business doing something, then we're not, not really making money. Who's working? Right. <laughs> who, you know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't necessarily agree with that, but I understand like Mike, I understand the the importance of multiple streams of income, right? Uh, I don't think anybody wants to be broke in this world. No. Especially this world, especially this America. Yeah. I mean, hey, you get married. <laughs> yeah, you get, married. Get, that, get that joint income. Joint income. Get that right off of the taxes. Yeah. And then have the kids. Yeah. Dependents right off for of taxes. Say marriage is a business transaction. Never forget it. Mm. Was, that, was that Corey's quote? I it feel is. like that's a Corey quote, right? So I was looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> Man, just a business transaction. I don't remember saying that. Uh, yep. they, they remember. They remember, Corey. Nah, it could be about love, too. It could be about love. It could be about love. He wanted to be. Well, Corey's saying nah. <laughs> Look, y'all do so, y'all thing, man. Y'all so, sis- thing. and speaking oh, of marriage and, and business transactions, you know, ways of making money. Now, do you have a question? Do y'all think that there are ways that you know, or, or I should say, are there any hustles that you think that people that you aren't really fond of, or you think people are like shouldn't really go towards, or you know, have bad cultures around them, or things of that nature? I wouldn't say have bad cultures around them, but I think the phenomenon of if you're, and I'm gonna say say this as a side hustle, not as a hobby, right? But the, high, the the increasing use of like trying to be a YouTube personality for profit as opposed to a passion, right? Or you just doing it because you want people to see what they're doing in daily life. I think that's a hustle to stay away from. I don't think people understand how the streams for like something like YouTube and actually making money work. 
Um, because, you know, you to really be in a bracket where I, I would like, I want to say I respect a side hustle, but it's actually a side hustle. You're not making sense on the dollar. You know, you have to be touching, like, you know, 35 G's, even honestly minimum 10 G's, I think, subscribers and views and all that other stuff. And I think people see people doing it who I don't want to throw no shade to anybody who's like has a bunch of subscribers, but it's not a hard thing to do. You know, they just tapped into the right market at the right time. You know, it's all about, you know, timing. And they see that and they, they probably do it better than the people they see, but they haven't had that exposure. They haven't had that time. They didn't get that one viral TikTok or anything else like that. So I think people are getting too caught up into I'm going to be a YouTube personality. I can cut the check from the ads when they can branch off and do something a bit different. So I think that's, I mean, me personally, I think that's the, the um, thing people should, like, slow down or, like, stay away from. Because if you're doing it because you like to do it, I'm, I'm all for it. That's what I'm, let's tune in. But if you're thinking, like, that's going to really be the money stream, I think you got to slow down with that. Yeah, think, I mean, me, myself personally, I don't think I have anything, you know, I don't really knock anybody's hustle. I just try to, you know, tell people to be careful if that hustle potentially involves exploiting or harming the well-being of your community. Mm. Right. You know, I think sometimes it's a, you know, take from the poor, give to the poorer, you know, type of mindset, you know, and I think that I think that that can be harmful. Right. It's like, yes, I know you struggling and, you know, you trying to get up, but please don't don't step on, don't stomp, don't push your people out the way to get there. Um, you know, find, find ways, find the needs of your people and, and meet it, but meet it in a way that, you know, allows them to be successful, that allows them to be healthy, that allows them to be safe as well. Um, because, you know, at some point, you know, this, this is your community. This is, you know, who you're offering your product or your service to. So you have to consider their well-being in, in that process. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Very wholesome answer. <laughs> what you thinking, Mike? I'm thinking of um nah, I say it's hard going last. Some good answers. I don't know, man. I don't <laughs> know my perspective is good. So I can stop. Um nothing that I don't know if I would say like stay away from. Um I think that people have to be wary of like the platforms they're using and the yeah. audiences on those platforms because it's different for each platform. Um, you kind of promote your business on Twitter is different from Instagram, different from Facebook, Snapchat. If people do that on Snapchat, LinkedIn. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta be a, a a recognized LLC to be on the LinkedIn. Yeah, um, but yeah, but yeah, exactly. And it draws different populations. Um, I I think that you know I think the core part of what we're I, I guess a common theme of this conversation is that you know, whether you have the motivation to do it and like whether you're gonna keep doing it and like to Stephen's point and Corey's point like starting with steven's point like you know is or is it like you know if if it's a youtube channel I'm like you know or do you really care about talking to people <laughs> or like you know or do you care about sharing your life like that um or do you do you see people making money from it and you think like you know maybe i can make money from this too um you know i feel like a lot of it's a lot of those points can be like overlapping um too at the same time but i think that if you don't get up every day and think like dang i just want to move forward with this um, in a way that, like, you know, you think that you can create something new each time that you would like, and, you know, not really about what the audience likes, per se. Mm -hmm. um, I think that, you know, that's something that's different. You know, that's where the hobby becomes. You can monetize it. And then you can just come, it becomes easy to make money when you're good at it because you like doing it. Yeah. Um, I, would tell you, I would tell people not to 
do things that they don't think that they like, you know, like don't just because it makes money, you know, like, you know, you don't have to start an OnlyFans just because it makes money, (laughs) you know, you don't have to do all these things just because it makes money, nothing against people do OnlyFans, I know, it's a controversial hustle, but I have nothing against, but I'm just saying that was an example, Um, but you don't have to like, you know, do put yourself like if you don't if you don't want to do that you know if you want to make money a different way there's a lot of ways to make money um you really have to just do your research and study how how about you can um market your product that you're putting out there for example it's they said um scare money don't make no money exactly um and that's the hard part about like this country or just living in general because you need money to make money in a sense and if you don't got money then you have to uh, exchange your time to make money mm. and you have to work all day and night <laughs> you know to, for right. you to make money if you don't have that passive income um, so yeah, that's and I think this is too. And I mean, Corey, Corey, you know, I'm just have to just echo his point because that's a great cultural point. Because you know, people do be putting the other the black people down just to put themselves ahead. Yeah. Um, and that's a sad thing to see. I don't know, man. I don't think Rob Peter to pay Paul on um, Paul. Yeah, exactly. grabs in a bucket. And you're not you're not getting closer to God that way. You're getting closer to your money, but I don't think God where the money is. Do they believe um, in God? Mm. It's okay. If, it's okay if you don't believe in God, but believe in whatever you believe in. You're not getting closer to it. You're not getting closer to it. I don't know. But I'm gonna translate the little Bible in here. You know, you say your heart is where your treasure is, right? Mm, Mike the pastor, Pastor uh, Reed. No, no, no. That's Bishop awkward. Reed. I know, that's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just awkward. Damn, I'm the president. Mm, I just, pastors. I just read. I just read the Bible. You know, Bible is reading. That, that's, that's the most important part. Trevor will be proud, Mike. Exactly. <laughs> But yeah, so yeah, I just that's so I, I don't think that yeah, I don't think that people should I mean you should try whatever you want to try, but you know, mm-hmm. just be wary of that. Like you're putting your time, energy, and your resources. And time is really the only currency you have in this life. So, you know, yeah. if you if you're if you want to make money off of this, make sure you care about it. Make sure you want to do it. Type of thing. Go get your bread up. Get it how you get it. It doesn't really matter as long as the money comes in, right? No, that's facts. Corey, you starting the OnlyFans? Huh? Huh? What's the on, what's the OnlyFans? It's OnlyFans? It's like <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Corey knows it. Absolutely hilarious. Everyone knows only fans are. Yes. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. So, would, you, would y'all judge your, your, one of your boys if he started only fans? It depends on what he's doing. What do you mean what he's doing? What do you think he's doing? If he's doing bullshit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if he's doing bullshit, bro. Like, he's just showing videos of him with his feet or something. I don't know. That's a lot going on. You're not supporting him? I'm support him. I'm not subscribing. <laughs> that would be my next question. To you. <laughs> I'm not subscribing. Why not? <laughs> I'm I'm a, I'm a cheer on for a sign. Like get yours. You found your niche in the market, bro. Respect. Yo, but you just showing uh, off but, your but, toes. But is it, That's, is it, support his hustle, bro. bro. I don't know, bro. Support black business, man. Toes. Let him do. Let him live what? his life. He making money. Nah. Yo, <laughs> I wish people could see your face. <laughs> They're gonna. I'm starting recording. I'm dark since I don't know the video catching it, but nah, I'm I'm cool. Uh, I'm done. But isn't that the the challenge with OnlyFans? Don't doesn't doesn't it have to be like a very niche? Like no, that's no. the thing. It started off as a platform for people who were like doing any type of like tutoring or like did it really self training? Really? Yeah, like people who would work out will have an OnlyFans. So they people subscribe to OnlyFans, you get their exclusive workout videos mm-hmm. and all that. So that's how it so, started. So, so it was basically like Patreon. Yes, yeah, it was something like that. And then somebody grabbed it, respectfully, to do other things, right? Yeah, like sex work, stuff. sex work, yeah, picture you know, pictures, videos, every, all that other stuff. And then once they saw that niche, right, it opened everything up because th- that whole you know like sex work porn industry is 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 highly monetized by like other sites and stuff. Yeah, you know, people who do them. like everything exactly. Else. <laughs> yeah. So it was those people, um, those people's people's way of you know making taking their money because they're, they're getting paid for their work. 
And so once people like figured out like I can make an OnlyFans and I could charge twenty five dollars a month, all these people are gonna subscribe. I'm I'm pulling fifteen K a month, twenty K. But 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 that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You said all these people will subscribe, will. but if it's not like a niche market, if what's being offered isn't something that's different than what could be get get got for free. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is no, those no. people are taking those services offline of those platforms. That's the thing. So like to the point, mm-hmm. let's you know, let's let's talk about the cat in the room, right? The, if you're talking about like sex work and porn and all that other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Those things they're still available online, cool, whatever. But I guess you what would you call it? The exclusive content, the personalized mm-hmm. content, all yeah. that other stuff that used to be on those sites where you could pay for sites, whatever, they've taken those and moved it on to their personal site. You get what I'm saying? So those people, like, oh. so people are like, hmm, this person makes great videos, or I like this person's pictures. They done seen that picture, the same picture that's been there since 08 on, on, on the platform. They tired <laughs> of that picture. They want no, the 2020 no, no. version. I, I, I get that. Okay. That makes sense. But mm-hmm. I'm talking about the dude that live in his basement uh-huh. or the girl that live in a basement that want to start an OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It's the same. It's not the same concept. Right. It kind of is. I it, mean, well, it's more. It depends on whether we say, oh, you're, you're uh, saying for the niche point, right? Yeah. I'm saying there's one thing if somebody's already on a site, mm-hmm. right, a that already yeah. has a following, mm-hmm. yeah. that takes their content off and puts it in this sort of Patreon type of exclusive subscriber portal. Yep, mm-hmm. yep, yep. Right? That person has a following already, but the person that you know, just wants to start it. The the average Joe that wants to start something that Janet? does not average have Janet? a whatever that <laughs> that wants to start this that does not have a following. Uh huh. Like I don't see the benefit. I mean, I think you're, you know, I think you're really underestimating the market for it <laughs> and the demand. And to keep it frank, dudes just be horny twenty four seven, and they they will subscribe. Also, and to the point of like the like the regular person doing it, like you know they're not online. You know if that's and if dudes that's a girl that, that you went to high school with, you know she's grown now, and she decided to do it, or or vice versa, you know dude and he growing, he dropped the OnlyFans link. You like dang, I'm like, let me see what, for ten thousand a month. Let me see what's going on here, like, you know. And they can make and I think you can make like a you can cancel anytime whatever or something uh, like that. So it's not really that much of an obligation. But hey, a lot I, of people would pay people that. Can, people can cancel anytime. They, they I don't know. They don't raking know. in money. No, no. I think yeah. I think you get like one month. I think they they definitely have a different subscription option. Um, but either way, like you know, they'll they'll say like, hey, Corey, don't look convinced, man. That's okay. He's not supposed to be convinced. But hey, people are making money. <laughs> Corey, I'll say this right. I'm just saying it's money. And I, I like to think in the abstract. So I'm told, right? So I'm, let's think of let's think about your scenario, right? Random Joe or Janet sitting there, you know, they decide to make an OnlyFans, right? If you if you think conceptually, what is a platform that somebody could get immediate views to start an OnlyFans? You only need three seconds. It's TikTok. You know what I'm saying? All it I, takes. I don't. I don't. I don't know anything about that, so I wasn't yeah. going to guess oh, that. That's but. fine, Corey. But I'll like TikTok, there's a lot of people. It's, on it's a hack. It's like a, like millions and millions, billions. Like the person who get two likes on Instagram could get like twenty thousand, thirty thousand views on a TikTok. It just works. Really? Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. It just bro, works. Bro, like there's that. a lot of people. So on TikTok. like, <laughs> if you, if whatever niche you're trying to get and you put it on TikTok, somebody's going to see it and you're going to find your market immediately, immediately. Mm. And then all you gotta mm. do is have the link or the yat name right there. 
And, and, and like, like you right there. And like we're saying, social media and like how easy it is to mm-hmm. reach our audience. Um, it can be very effective. And, and when somebody finds something they like, what do they do? What, I said, what do they do? What do they do? They tell their boys, they tell their yeah. girls, whatever. And then next thing you know, it, it opens up. No, nah, I think you know Corey's a hard time because it's about values of his money. <laughs> no, really Corey, and I don't disagree with Corey. Cause Cause I, some dudes don't care. <laughs> some people don't care. They I put the money up. They cash it up. What am I subscribing to on OnlyFans? I don't know. Nah, I'm not doing that. But no, like, but no, but that's what that's what maybe maybe I'm not understanding the the impact of TikTok. And maybe mm-hmm. that's why I'm struggling. Okay. Take that like, with my I, example, but it's so I, many other things. I, I, yeah, I, Corey don't be on social media like that. Yeah, like I'm assuming, like say, like there's a girl, like some, like somebody posts like a dancing video on, uh, on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? That gets two likes, and then that same person makes an OnlyFans, yeah. right? I I can't correlate those two things to like that person that got two likes on their video to now getting you know income on OnlyFans. <laughs> Why he say income like that? <laughs> income. Listen, people. Listen, Corey. People always want to see more. If you're showing it, it people want to look. Say, it depends. If we so. if if you know if you're talking about that the the niche we was just talking about, you know, like Mike said. Men will, will hop on with twenty five dollars ready why, to go. That's why I don't get why like people are trying to shame. Because let's talk about reality. People will really try to shame girls for like having OnlyFans, yeah, but I don't like, understand why. I mean, like you act like they are the ones who are like buying the stuff. Like I'm you know, say that. It, if, if dudes, dudes pay for it, I I you know I have a point. That I don't think dudes realize. I think I feel like if dudes are more comfortable doing like showing you know taking pictures of themselves or doing whatever like that type of stuff on OnlyFans, they would do it too. Oh, you can make a, if you see how much money you can make off of that, they would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. But they don't want to because social site or whatever, how they how they view it or stuff or like that. Or they're just not and, appealing. Or yeah. not attractive. Exactly. Respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. Yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> that I don't point respectfully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I'm just saying, um, there's a lot that goes into it. You know, and everyone has a right not to do it, of course. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I think that, you know, the market is like that demand will always be greater than supply. It'll always be there. Yes, it will always be there. Time. Yeah, every, dudes will be at home hot and bothered twenty four seven. And so, what are they gonna do? Pull up their phone. You think we think they go out to the bar, talk to a girl? No, they're not. <laughs> like you know, Mike, stop. I mean, they, they'll do three three clicks away, and then you can see everything you want to see right there. As long as you pay twenty five dollars, you like the contest? Subscribe for six months. Subscribe for a year. And he said, "Go to the bar." And Corey, and Corey, what do we have at the end of the day? Multiple streams of income. <laughs> there we go. She look, had, look, she had her nine to five. Everybody on OnlyFans, keep doing your thing. I'm yeah. not gonna do any Like the theme of this episode. Get it how you get it. <laughs> don't let nobody stop. Scare money don't make no money. Yeah, at the end of the day, in this world right now, only thing that matters is what's in your bank account. <laughs> no matter how you got it, you can't listen. It's better to cry on Versace pillows. <laughs> I'm not going to do any more research. Y'all got it. Do y'all think? Well, you know, <laughs> we can we could always move the podcast exactly. to OnlyFans and make this an exclusive, and people subscribe to our content. You could. Oh gosh! <laughs> See, Corey got one image of OnlyFans in his head. Now you don't want to make Corey, one. Corey, we will get like we will get. You can easily put twenty five dollars. People would just be curious. Just be curious, bro. <laughs> why can't Why can't we just get Patreon? I don't know. People like people don't know what Patreon is. I about to say that doesn't even sound like a, a enticing application to go to. Patreon it sounds on, patronizing, you know, bro. You, know, Come you gotta on. be you gotta be provocative. Come on, OnlyFans, bro, bro. We will make our ad money from Anchor back in one subscribe subscription <laughs> 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 from all podcast suppliers. From all podcasts in the last eight months. I'm a, I'm a, I might go do some more research just because y'all said that. I'm saying, bro, money Listen. is out there. If you want to start OnlyFans, you think you look good, go ahead. Anybody stop me. Hey, you, people and, and people on Instagram nobody. liking pictures for free, staring at you. Might as well get paid for it. Staring. <laughs> like, literally. They got or it. Or not. Or you can go and hit the stock market with the good old way. With the Forex people? Oh, you can do that, too. If you, I don't know. Hey, I, can, <laughs> I can't speak to that because I, I don't know how that works, really. But maybe maybe we should get someone who does it on the pod. What? Oh. Uh, Get get them on the podcast so they can promote. 
Talk about that's it. A I lot don't know anything. I don't know anything about forex. I mean, I, no, do. I, I know somebody we can get on. No. I, my, my boy can come on. Yeah. For the foreign exchange market yeah. is a fine way to make money. It is. You said you said it's a fine way or fun way. It's a fine, fine way. Fine it's way. valid. Fine. It's a fine way. It's valid. Mm. I don't understand the like the teams and the groups mm. and, and the join my marketing. It's the, that yeah, um yeah, that oh, I forgot what it's called. pyramid scheme. Yeah, that no I one wants to admit. It's, 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 I feel like it's another name for it. Multi-level marketing. Yes, right? yes, yes, yes. Multi-level yes, marketing. Yes, that, that's there, what they call it now. There's another name for it. Yeah, there's other businesses like that too. That no, does that's that, what they've been calling it. That's the that's the correct name. Yeah. The correct name is the pyramid scheme. The Egyptians <laughs> knew what was happening. And the pyramid scheme gets you the Rico charges. <laughs> and, uh, Listen, wait, wake up now, man. I ain't forget. The Ponzi schemes. That's what they had them uh, white collar crimes. Um, but cash no, app, I, the uh, cash app, cash out. I ain't forget that yeah, one either. I, hey, everyone, uh, what is it? The Joe Nicks do on Instagram? Those are pyramid schemes. Everybody's putting twenty five dollars. Yeah, and then we cash out at the top. I've never. That's why I knew people were bad at math. Yeah, that's that was exactly a, when I knew people were bad at math. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. Hey, you have to cash out like or you're going to lose. How far can you go with some good, a, a good speech, a good writing, being convincing? You can do a lot in this life. Um, but, yeah, to Corey's point back, is it a multi? Because I remember something else is like that, too, where it's like it's not really about the foreign exchange or making the money off of that. It's more about how many people can you recruit to your, you know, buy, you know, buy into this program. And, you know, you get more people and then they get them to get more people and then it just builds into yourself. And then while wow, your whole branch of people is getting more people and you're moving up the ladder mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Then that's now, how people get to the top. Like now you're on flyers, now you're doing conferences, now you're doing this, doing that. Workshops, so, selling yeah. dreams. Yeah, now you're in the blazer with no tie, <laughs> button down, like, you know, some jeans. And you're getting out of the helicopter, yes. landing in South Glastonbury. Yeah. But some, a lot of people do make money off of it, though. Now a, lot of people, a lot of people do because, I mean, foreign exchange, if you have the time and, you know, you understand what's going on, it's a, it's a perfectly fine way to make money. And I don't have no... No questions about it. Um, again, I think I get a little bit of questions where I see like the the teams and the conferences and everything like that. You know, when niggas trying to sign you up, yeah. And then so, right before you sign the paper, they be like, "It's one seventy every month." But if you find two friends, yo, it's free. Yeah, I'd be, I'd very, I'd be very confused. But like, I understand yeah, like <laughs> group group economics can work the same way as long mm-hmm. as it rotates, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, me, Stephen, and Mike giving fifty dollars every month, and then you know. For the first month, Mike gets the pot. For the second month, Stephen gets the pot. For the yeah, third the, month, Corey gets the pot. Oh, that's called like a susu. Yeah. So, yeah. so certain certain cultures have that same mindset. I think the issue becomes when that same person stays at the top the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what we look like? So, a class society calling America. <laughs> 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 Yo, we're talking about a different pot. So yeah. So maybe we should get somebody from that that can explain. You know the the marketing side of Forex, right? Because Forex is understanding the foreign exchange market is one thing, mm-hmm. but there's, there seems to be another layer to what goes on in, you know, the quote unquote Forex as we know it. Yeah. So maybe we should get somebody and, you know, pick their brain, but I don't got no issue with, with nobody hustling and, and getting passive income. So y'all keep doing your thing. That's a- um, but if mm-hmm. I say, how's it going? Just, you know, don't send me a zoom link. Mm. They can't put you on. Come on, no, they, no, it's, they, they can't group they can economics, put me man. on. But me saying how's it going versus me saying hey, what? I want to like come on, like it's two different things. That's a fact. I just want to make sure your well being was alright. Like that's like me saying like, yo, where'd you get that that chicken from? Versus like, hey, can you bring me to that chicken spot? Like, no, like I just want, I just wanted to see how it was going. Corey said, "People leave him alone." Now, what? How much time we got? 
We got time. We got 55 minutes. 55? All right. My last, my last little point. How you feel about scamming? That's the hustle you support? Mm. I feel like we talked about every other one. I don't know which one we let left me, out. Let me sit up in my chair. Scamming. Look, what, what, was, what, did, what was my answer about exploiting your community? I already gave my answer <laughs> well, earlier well, in the podcast. But what well, if they're not scamming? I'm about to say that. Corey, you just went to a specific thing. What if they're not exploiting their community? What if they're exploiting the government? We're going to turn into a Cause a whole pod And I am not associated with- <laughs> Yo Yo Mike why'd you say that <laughs> No nah, my brother We don't sound like That's one thing about like Oh man but I'm nah. just kidding yo. Yeah I'm kidding. um nah, I mean that's not every situation Some people <laughs> I've seen stories People scamming for racial justice man <laughs> they, they definitely don't target Target their own people Hey 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 <laughs> You do what you got to do. <laughs> oh my god! Corey, you don't support it. Corey, said I got my money legally, clean, mm-hmm. washed. <laughs> I, I'll say this about scamming, right? Uh, scamming happens, in my opinion, the same way any type of robbery happens is when people just do not have what they need to live uh, a decent life, right? And so, it, it, wait, you feel like that's the only time scamming happens? Well, I think. I think in the most portion, yeah, I don't think anybody was rich and didn't start scamming. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to talk about the scam that goes on a, on a on a on a public level that isn't looked at like, you know, credit cards and all that other stuff. Like the actual scamming that people do in selling certain products. That's different to me. Okay, but okay. I'm talking about like scamming in terms of like, you know, people scamming this is not new information. Banks, credit cards, cash apps. You name it. You know, <laughs> social securities. I'm not saying anything that's not new because those dudes put it on Snap and Instagram that they need these accounts. Um, and they hold the money to the ear. What did JC say? We on the gram holding money to your ear. There's a disconnect. We don't call that money over here. I'm, I'm digressing. But anyway, um, I let's, this is what I'll say. I don't knock it. I'm not going to champion it. There's no doubt about it. Um, but I think it just, it's, it takes a hard look at reality. I don't think I, I'm, I'm, like I said, I just, I'm not condemning it, but I'm not supporting it. It's really that simple to me. I mean, I think so. But Maya, Maya Angelou said something to the effect of um, the condition of a community determines its ethics, right? And the condition of, you know, lower income, you know, underrepresented communities, the, the ethics is a little bit different, right? We, mm-hmm. you know, we don't, you know, we don't turn our head at the same thing, you know, uh, higher socioeconomic communities can turn their heads at yeah. because we know the situation. And so I think to, to Stephen's point, you know, if you are not exploiting your community, right, I'm not, again, I can't, I can't champion it. Yeah. Um, but I think the reality is the situation of a community determines its ethics. And, and that's the reality. But I think the hard part is when there's no goal associated with something. So it's saying, hey, you're scamming. I'm scamming to get, you know, formula for the month. Right, I'm scamming to pay rent. When the scamming is for like Gucci flip flops, how about I say when it gets that's what the, I mean that's the scamming we see. We see the luxury, we see the hush puppies and everything. So I think I think that's that's the challenge. So my my point still still stands. Please do not exploit your community. My point still stands. Scamming, I'm shaking my head. Like if I wish I could see my face, keep it. Um, mm-hmm. But the the quote is valid. Um, from you know Reverend Doctor Angelou, you know the the condition of a community determines its ethics. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Don't get confused or 
disillusioned when you see the scammers in Miami throwing bands. You know, it's not always they the most ethical way to live. They love Miami. I think all crime likes Miami. <laughs> it's not, it does, man. The movies help sell it. The, ta- the lack of taxes help sell it. Everything, the the woman to the cars, to the guys, to the chain, everything's there. Now, last um, question. Would y'all live in Miami any point in your lives? Um, what's the plug a plug? And you can. <laughs> no. No. I'm just saying, if you could live comfortably for like a year. If I live comfortably in Miami, that means I could live comfortably, comfortably in Texas or Georgia so. or. Anywhere else, I, I think Georgia has taxes, but Texas, I can do that over there. Um, so, no. So, any I, other place in the United States? My, my, <laughs> my Miami just does not entice me. It just doesn't entice me. It's cute. The palm trees are nice. I guess there's an obsession with people with warm weather. I'm not obsessed with warm weather. I think I might be the only black person who's not obsessed with warm weather. I Steven can be, care. Stephen be getting hot when it be like 60 degrees outside. Yeah, once it's 77, I don't care, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, that's yeah. too hot, bro. I'm on those sweating people. I don't like it like that. So I just I hate humidity too. You know, every time people tell me on Miami, they sell me on things I don't care about: heat and beaches. I don't care about the beach in any capacity. Well, Tom, clubs, I don't like the parties. Beach. It is fun. So and clubs, parties. Look at me. It's a good time. Come on. I think I want to go back there for a trip. Yeah, you got it, bro. You and Corey <laughs> can go. I don't think I can go back. If I have a lot of money, I, would I might be there. banned, bro. I'm trying to live good. I might have so signs on, at the airport. I'm not going. <laughs> you know, Corey will go one more time. Him and Kendall. Oh man, definitely. I'm shout not, to, shout out to Kendall, going. man. It's a good, Ken, it's a good Kendall man. will get you going, man. I, I I have faith in Kendall. I'm not going. Take take pictures from me, man. Like I'll do like a drive through, like when I where are you driving to? You gonna drive to Orlando? You gonna drive to Orlando? Miami or the South? <laughs> you gotta drive through North of Florida. But however, we done talk about Miami. Let's move forward <laughs> to plug a plug. Uh yeah, what we got for plug a plug this week, Corey? Um, plug a plug is. A new recently launched um, homemade natural skincare brand um, mm. called Bronze Co. Um, on Instagram at bronze.co, B-R-O-N-Z-E-D dot C-O. Get your body butter, get your body polish, which sounds super dope. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they got like a peach mango body polish or something, but you know, I haven't tried it yet, but I've heard amazing things. So please go check it out. Uh, bronze.co on Instagram. Again, mm. hand, handmade, homemade, natural skincare. Bronzeco.com as well. Heard it. I like that. Add that, add that to the many businesses that we shout now and show love to. And now we already know what time it is. It's like kids at recess, excited. Well, I, Corey, Corey got me screaming, man. Past the aux, y'all already know what time it is. Uh, new music, old music, music we vibe to. Uh, brothers, who's going first? I'm going last. Oh, excuse me. I'll go, I'll go first, goodness gracious. Right. <laughs> nah, my vibe is different. I gotta go last. I won't throw it off. I won't throw it off. Everything about the placement, I won't throw it off. Heard it. We, oh, we, we almost at the point we gotta drop a second playlist. Yeah. No, I thought, but how much? We did, we did the first one well, for the first twenty episodes. Okay, yeah, yeah we, we got the first one late. Yeah, so second one coming soon. I got we got to put it on Spotify too. The first one, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 damn, right, we'll get that. We'll get that. Probably get more run that way too. Oh, definitely. Um, so y'all put me on, I think, to to Mariba, one of y'all. So me, I appreciate. I'm gonna claim it. Woo! Episode right. six, I think. 
Okay. See, what, what you're doing right now is exactly what I did when I won for volume. <laughs> but it's all good. Um, yeah, I put me on some Mariba, but this is off Reason's new album. This is actually Reason's song, but it's featuring Mariba. So the song is called West Side, featuring Mariba um, by Reason. Baby on the west side, west side, west side. Just meet me on the west side, west side, west side. Meet me on the west side, west side, west side. Just think about it. You put everything in it, hoping your soul grow. All it lead to is blame games, and I told you so. Fuck on the same page, all in different books. Four years in, and it's hard to let go. Clubbing and parties. You drink away regret with Coke and Bacardi. Sex ain't even present, romantically starving Don't treat you like you can, but he dealing with Barbies Loving you hardly, this shit a cycle, cycle You pray, you wife, you make a breakup Like you in high school, frozen pictures Soulless prison, got you feeling You barely know this nigga Words out the same old book You need ibuprofen, all that pain you took You go hit the town, nice dress to stand out Funny how them girl nights never pan out it never do Cussing, fighting, fussing, fighting shit Apologies, throw ice up on your wrist Wasting years just praying, hope you change Girl, you act like time just don't exist If you're down, got places we can go Ain't no rush, girl, I can take it slow Ain't no rush, girl, I just need to know I just want you, baby. Again, that's off Reason's new album Featuring Mariba, the song is called West Side Mm. Interesting. I think I did reason. Not the other day. I see. I had to check out his album. It looks really good. I heard the it first does. song. It was good. <clears throat> so I'm on, I'm on such an intro and outro person, but the first song, the intro was good. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to tune in for the rest. Oh, nah. The reason's valid, man. Holding down TDE while everybody's just chilling. <laughs> More or less. Pretty much. Um, I'm going to jump right in here next. Uh, I got a. New song, old song. Um, this called the song is called uh, "Dare You" by Looney featuring Quadri.
Corey saw my song get more runtime. He said we gotta we gotta cut that immediately. Nah, nah. I was just trying to make it even. That's it. <laughs> Look, you talk about me. I don't know where you be finding these these uh woman R and B singers because I be I be looking. I find new people, but I can't ever find these. Yeah, it's hard to find new R and B people. Yeah, it'd be yeah, Apple and Spotify both do a terrible job with their listings. Like yeah, horrible. I, you know, I'll look at out, new R&B albums. They're showing me Miguel's album from three years ago. It ranked at number eight. Like, I didn't ask for this. Oh, no, no, no. You got to do the, for Spotify, do the alternative R&B. That's where I get a lot of new mm, people. Um, yeah, okay. That makes sense. The alternative R&B. But, yeah, this, um, that song was valid. Dare I don't know you, if won today, but we'll Looney let Looney and Quadri. Um, there's a, the second verse at that very, very end. There's a brother rapping. Um, some calm shit, which is cool. But um, yeah, check it out. Apple's been lacking though with my suggestions. I have to go to Spotify starting next week, I think. Yeah, Apple just convenient because that's where the rest of my music was. Yeah, I'm uh, still having playing my music there, but I, I can't find new music on Apple right now. It's just <laughs> not working. Nah, I feel, especially with the new layout. But different conversation, different episode. I didn't update uh, my phone. Uh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Um, but to, I guess to close it off. Um, it was a rainy Friday today. Mm. I was almost so, deviated. the mood. Mm. Yeah, so I almost deviated from my promise a couple episodes ago. So I'm going to span out to my, you know, my my broader music taste. I ain't want to, I was, too many hip-hop came out. I was like, let me get a song, let me get a song. Like, let me stop play hip-hop for like the first like 30 episodes. <laughs> so I decided that today I'm going to go into my jazz bag from my favorite artist. Um, he's doing a rendition of another great song. Um, this is Where's the Love by Grover Washington Jr. Okay, Mike, expanding people's taste. I like it. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I got to do this every now and then. Um, you know, me, got to show the kids what they don't know. Um, show what good I music is. And so if you want to hear the, the actual song, that's uh, Where's the Love by Roberta Flack and Donny Hathaway, which is a classic song. What you know about Donny Hathaway? What you know about Donny Hathaway? Name three songs. All right, then. He ain't respond fast enough. Yo. Might even give a window. He said, "There's three songs exactly." Now I said, I said that the same breath too. Did, 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 did Paris play that um the um Donny Hathaway Roberta Flack song last on the last playlist? I feel like she yeah, she def- but, I don't, but it wasn't the same song. I, I couldn't oh, remember what song it was. On the, it's on the Past Ox. Yes. Yeah, but I don't think it was that. It, same no, it's not that song. But I know she played a song by them. Interesting. Mm. All right. Well, only Mike knows about um. Donny Hathaway, Roberta Flack, and his homeboy, Grover Washington Jr. Corey doesn't know anything, apparently, according to Mike. I we'll, guess not. We'll just remember that mm-hmm. in upcoming episodes. Um, Pretty much. Yeah, she played Be Real Black for me. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Why you say it like that? <laughs> like what? What did I say? <laughs> oh, oh shout out to Paris, actually. Today was her engagement anniversary. It was. Shout and out to her. her fiance's birthday, too, at the same time. So... Okay. Look at God. A special, a special guest host correspondent. Shout out to Black Love. You oh, know. she got to go ham every time. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Rest yeah. of her life. Returning in. Wait, is the wedding going to be on the birthday too? No, I think it's supposed to be in the summer. Oh, okay, okay. I, I about to say, the wedding anniversary and the birthday on the same day, she's playing with fire. Now she just don't want to have to remember multiple dates. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Wait till she listens to what we're saying. Right, yo. <laughs> So you right, right. Special correspondent, ADC Convos. Right, we're waiting for you to come AD back, Pete. They missed you. It's been about 10 episodes, I feel like. I haven't seen her in weeks. But either way, this is a Miss Paris episode. Right. So, um, so, again, thank you all for a great episode. Thank you for tuning in. Facts. Stay tuned. Uh, many more stuff coming. Exactly. Keep your head up. We're keeping our head up. 
I'm trying. I'm barely, barely breathing. <laughs> exactly. Facts. Um, and one more, and one more note. We talked about hustles today. Um, I just encourage people. Maybe this is me speaking from um, a place of privilege, but you know, if the, if there's no goal to the hustle, no end goal to the hustle, right? It's never going to be enough. And you know, sometimes you just you need peace, mm. right? You know, I work I work a lot now, so I don't got to work later, right? Because that that's the goal. But if there's no goal, then you know, it's never going to be enough. So just just keep that in mind. Mm. Um, but again, thank y'all for listening. This is episode 35. We in our mid 30s. That's crazy. Um, you know, we did we did a, a virtual live show. We we you know we want to do an in person live show as soon as um, the the pandemic allows us to to do that. But again, thank you for listening. Continue to like, rate, subscribe, review. Let us know what you think of the pod. Let us know mm-hmm. what we can do better. Let you know. Let us know what you like so far. Let us know what topics we we can talk about because we're always looking for some new ones, right? Nice. Um. So you know, just keep in contact with us, really. So you know, again, continue to tell your auntie, to tell a cousin, to tell a gossip, to tell a best friend that we are on all podcast streaming platforms. Yes, we're growing and moving. Um, follow us on Instagram at AD Convos again on Instagram at AD Convos. Um, and, and we'll be back next week because that's what we do after dinner conversations, man. Thank y'all. Peace and love. Get it how you get it. Keep hustling. We on a mission to spread the word of our people. See us sequels when time step aside. We on a sequel. You can catch us at 5 p.m. Every Sunday, tell us stories about the culture. Do our own sculpture, recording every Friday. So here with our way, no need to catch a flight away. We on it after dinner conversations. We on it after dinner conversations.